Hey everybody, wanted to jump on real quick and give you our thoughts on this whole Bob Chapik, Bob Iger situation that happened yesterday evening. Um, Peter with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel uh, jumped on with us here a little bit earlier today and we talked about what does this really mean for the parks, if anything, and, and what type of time frame are we looking at for anything really happening in the parks. So, um, real quick 15-minute discussion with Peter with Princesses and the Mouse of Disney Travel. Check it out right now. Hi, I'm Matt. Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. Through creative content and live shows, we explain the hidden details of the Disney experience so that our clients can execute memorable adventures. Together with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel, we have helped hundreds of clients plan, book, and prepare for magical Disney vacations. Let our experience help you avoid common planning mistakes and maximize the enjoyment on your next Disney trip. All right, uh, we are coming to you a day after we tape this. Um, we're taping this on Monday night just to kind of get the news out that happened last night. So I've got Peter Salvadori with Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel with me tonight. Peter, how are you doing tonight? Uh, doing well. We'll see how long it takes before my camera shuts off for absolutely zero reason. <laughs> Seems to be a, a tradition like no other right now. So, um, so really three big news stories this week so what i'm going to do is i'm going to go ahead and get our 15 minute timer going and let's let's talk about the news okay so the first huge enormous thing that happened is i'm sitting on my couch last night getting ready to watch the elton john yellow Bick road concert on disney plus and all of a sudden my twitter erupts with stuff and apparently that's what the executives in the disney suite at dodger stadium had as well um because apparently that's where they found out and what they found out was that bob Ch chapik was no longer with the company and bob Iger is coming back um, which is a huge deal. So Bob Iger was the CEO of Disney prior to Chapek, prior to the pandemic, prior to a lot of the questionable decisions that happened within the company. Um, first off, kind of give me your thoughts on kind of when it happened and how it happened. Kind of what, what kind of mindset does that put you in? I was just, I don't know. Um, we were also sitting there last night and, right, because last night, the, today is Monday, technically, because I, right now, am at a basketball game with my student media team. So, um, so we were sitting on the couch Sunday night and we were watching football and all of a sudden, Jesse goes, oh my gosh, Bob Iger is coming back and Chapik is... Re it says resigned and I'm like yeah right haha ha. <laughs> like that was my immediate my immediate 
statement to my wife was, ha, 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 yeah, very, very funny. And then she goes, no, seriously. I go, okay, what's the source? And then, like, Walt Disney Company, like, she's like, look, it's Walt <laughs> Like, oh, oh. And I, my immediate... I just started laughing, actually, is what I did. When I, like, <laughs> was, like, my immediate thought and reaction to this. Because immediately I was, like, holy cow. Somebody with a lot more power, pull, and sway than already an incredibly powerful man of Bob Chapik has made a decision that whether it's we're completely upset with the way that we're going or we just need to shift gears to just like it was it was without warning there there was there was like you said the the disney executives themselves were like what wait a minute the guy in charge is wait a minute and just to pull the rug like that just seemed a so incredibly um, sudden and also really makes you wonder. And my immediate thought is, wow, the the larger powers that be, like, they clearly are upset with the direction the company is heading. And, well, um, and you talk about the larger powers that be, you know, JPEG was the CEO of Disney Company, but he still had to answer to a board of directors Right. And what, what had happened in the last about month is there is a hostile takeover attempt on the stock share side by a company. And the board of directors are looking at that very, very seriously right now um, because they don't want any infiltration into what they've got right now. Um, so Chapik was actually supposed to introduce Elton John onto the stage last night at Dodger Stadium. Um, so, you know, you want to talk about sudden and awkward, and apparently he found out right before it happened, right before the press release went out. Um, but a couple of things that Iger did right when he stepped into the role. First thing he, he did was he sent an email to all the cast, all the cast members that work for Disney, basically saying, hey, I'm back. I'm glad to be back. I'm only going to be here for two years to find a successor and then I'm leaving. The second thing he did, and it wasn't really well publicized, is he sent out an email to all of the entertainment team and said, if any of you have any scripts that have been turned down that you think are good enough to make a movie, I want them on my desk. I want the best 10 pages of them on my desk by 1 a.m. Um, so he's really jumping into it head first and, and really moving. And I think that's one thing when you think about, you know, Eisner and then Iger, they did a real good job of building that entertainment side strong. Um, and then the parks very much benefited from a very strong entertainment segment in the Disney company. Um, and, I, and I think you're going to see a little bit more of that. Now, what concerns me is... When you look at where Chapik was before he came up, he was in the director of parks, entertainment, and products. It's a big segment 
Um, and that is Josh Tomorrow's role right now. And I think Josh Tomorrow has as much to do with what's going on at the parks and what's going on um, with Disney as a whole, with, with a lot of the things that are being put out there as negative, at, just as Chapik does. I, I think it was kind of 1A and 1B when you look at that decision-making process. You know, what does Iger do to come in and kind of change the mindset of what Chapik referred to as the the legacy park goer, the people that have been to the parks multiple times that know the experiences are no longer that are no longer there. Yeah, you and I were texting back and forth about this, and um, you had brought up, you know, the fact that it has not been a great big beautiful tomorrow. To wow, you went there. <laughs> wow, I I've been waiting. I've been waiting to throw that. One. <laughs> Right. Um, so you brought up the fact that it'll be really telling, like you said, Iger immediately came back in and sort of, I don't know, did like a call to arms, essentially what you were just talking about with, you know, sort of like, hey, all of the stuff that was like, I wonder, does this immediately reverse Chapix news last week about the the freezing and the layoffs coming and all of this stuff, like those will be the big telling signs for me, right? So either Iger's going to come in and grab Demaro under his wing and say, "Listen, we're heading in the wrong direction. We need to fix this," and then we're going to see a slow and steady repealing of things. Or option two is Iger's going to come in and the next thing you know, DeMauro's going to be silently severed. Or, and then Iger's going to bring in somebody new into that role to like step up and and kind of fill those shoes and start moving in the right direction. Or if you don't see a repealing, basically what you have is Iger's coming in to put a brand new, a familiar face that goes along with happy memories and views but nothing's really getting done other than to just change the face of leadership to put a band-aid on a situation you know we talk about it all the time in uh in my profession we notice something is wrong and versus actually fixing and correcting we put visual band-aids on things yeah. in order to give the appearance of things are fine and so you had kind of brought this up, so I do want to give credit where it's due as I as I bring up this thought. But you, you've got to see one of those three things. Like, one of two things needs to happen. You need to see a, a reversal on the stance of tomorrow or a complete get rid of tomorrow from that role and bring in someone new. Otherwise, this is nothing more than a visual Band-Aid that, that does nothing, that does absolutely nothing really in the scope of what we have talked about on this show, I mean, if you go back to our show pre-pandemic, this show, you and I have been doing this for, what, three, three and a half years now? Yeah. And um, I I would decidedly say that the thoughts and feelings of our show have taken... Now, now granted, we both still love Disney completely, and um, but I would absolutely say that there are more negative connotations over the last year, year and a half than there has been... You know, if you go back to three years ago and watch like our first shows, it is just us gushing about Disney. 
And now it's us going, what in the world are they thinking with these decisions and trying to put rationale on them? And um, if we see a repealing of that, well, okay. So this is why Iger came back and uh, he's making those steps and strides to recreate the consumer experience to recreate that magic and excitement. There it is. There's the camera. <laughs> yeah, I, what I put on Twitter was if there aren't, if there isn't a major shakeup in the leadership team in the next six months, they're basically just putting lipstick on a pig at this point. Right, because clearly the current leadership team is not heading it in a right direction. And so either the board agrees. And so Iger's job is to come in and clean a little bit of house before finding a suitable replacement. And hopefully this time more due diligence is done or they are perfectly fine with the direction that things going. They just knew that they need to shake things up for a visual, a visual yeah, I, an optics, it, an optics. It, it, that, that's the thing. I think, I think it's going to be really telling and stay with us over the next six months. Cause we'll dive into this as we find out what's going on um, and kind of bring you the latest news on any changes in leadership, any changes in policy, that kind of stuff. You know, if you had a magic wand or a magic phone where you can call Iger right now and change one thing, what would that be? I get like, I get what you were saying about the entertainment, but at the same token, like at D23 and beyond, they have released, let's, let's call it what it is like a major part of Disney entertainment is the reworking of the live action remakes and the creation of Marvel content. And I, I think that's pretty strong. Um, maybe there's a little bit of watering down going on, but I don't think there's big moves that need to happen in the entertainment segment. Um, I, I need to see some movement in a positive direction for the consumer in the parks. Very, very, very rapidly. Um, biggest thing is we can dial down the micro transactions and we can bring back things that make the experience. Like here, here would be a move. If nix the layoffs and bring back the dining plan within six weeks from now, like. There you go. Yeah. Okay. You and I have talked a ton about how the lack of dining plan has greatly detrimented the consumer experience at the parks. Yeah, I, I think I think that's kind of like, in my mind, that's one of two things that I think really, if he came out and said, hey, dining planes are coming back, I think you get a ton of people that say, yes, I'm going back to Disney. I think the other thing that he could say is, we're going to put an accelerated time frame on all of our current construction projects to get them done as soon as possible. And I think that goes a long way as well. If one of those two things happens, I think you're going to see a, a major shift in the mindset of people towards Disney, especially the fans of Disney that are kind of just kind of in the peripheral right now saying, I just want to stay away right now and kind of let things shake out before I decide what I want to do again. Well, it's like Epcot. I mean, it, it's been under construction for four years. I know it's completely torched. Now, the plan is good and everything is good about it, but get the thing done or don't undertake such a massive overhaul all at once. You could have easily ripped down small portions and done small portions versus rip it all down and slowly. 
you know, I just think how long that journey of water in that center area has yeah. it's been out of commission. And two, two major things that we're not getting, possibly three major things. Yeah. Clay Pavilion, the upgrade to Spaceship Earth, and Cherry Tree Lane aren't happening. Right. So, you know, again, I think he's got a lot of room to work up from. And let's see what he does over the next, you know, six weeks and then sub subsequently the next six months um, to make the parks experience better. It's funny. It's almost it's almost like we're sitting here like he's president and like we want to see what happens over the first hundred days of the presidency. <laughs> I mean, in, in all reality, that's what we're looking at. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what you're going to do in the next three months to immediately shake this backwards or otherwise we're just we're just pretending because um yeah we, you and i just it, exhausted it's just an optics thing if we don't see major moves in in the next hundred days really yeah and then what i would love to see them do is i would love to see like almost a ceo election situation where you see somebody working hand in hand with Iger for the better part of the second year of this contract that he just signed to where we know that this person understands the vision of the company, the the early vision. I Here was the biggest, my biggest knock on Chapik. Never once did I think the decision he made is something Walt himself would have made. Yeah, yeah, Every, I, I, I think you're right. You, you have it, you hit it right on the head right there. Um, we just got to our 15 minutes. Peter, where can people find you? Over on Facebook, find me at uh, Disney Travel Agents. You'll find Princesses the Mouse. And uh, would love to talk to you about your vacations, especially if this news has got you kind of psyched to see what's coming. Um, get in touch with me and we'll get you going over there. All right. So that was our conversation with Peter Salvadori with Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel. Um, again, right now we're, we're, we're a day in and we're kind of spitballing ideas. But I think we've got a good idea on kind of the direction that we need to see to actually see change within the parks so definitely if you stuck around till now hit that like and subscribe button um follow us over on facebook instagram twitter all of them down there at the bottom right there um and thank you guys all for watching tonight you guys have a good night and you can check out the replay of this tomorrow with top three and tomorrow's client question um over on the youtube channel again so Thank you guys all for joining us. We'll talk to you later. Bye now.